Hey, and welcome to this episode of So You Want to Be a Teacher. I am joined today by Scott Han, an NQT from the University of South Wales. Hey, Scott, how are you doing? Hi, Matt. Good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, very good. Thank you. Looking forward to having a bit of a chat here about um, why you wanted to become a teacher. So why don't you, you let us know what, what is it that made you want to take on this profession? My background before I went into teaching was um, 14 years as a, uh, a retail manager for various different companies. And, you know, I, I suppose the main part of that job is that it, it just wasn't, there was no satisfaction in it. It wasn't fulfilling enough. It wasn't what I really ever wanted to do. It was always about teaching for me. I just didn't really think it was ever um, an option I could pursue having not gone to university you know, at, at the traditional way, I suppose, uh, straight from school. I've always enjoyed teaching, whether it's, you know, teaching people how to do certain jobs, certain tasks in, in the retail career, or whether it's, you know, teaching family members how to use iPads and things like that. So teaching's always been something that's mattered to me. And I suppose taking that plunge and and embarking on a career in teaching um, was always something I dreamt of doing, just never thought it was possible. So, you know, the the satisfaction from it, the um, the ability, I think, to really, I, I know it's such a cliche, but <laughs> to really make a difference. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, I, you know, 14 years in retail, ultimately, Yes, I can make a difference, but the difference is how much profit uh, a, a private company makes. Yeah. Whereas in teaching, it's about how you can shape a child's future, how you can inspire them, influence them, you know, really make a difference, uh, a difference that's going to last. And, you know, you multiply that by 30 children a year for however many years, you know, you end up teaching. And, and that's a huge difference. And I think... If that doesn't motivate you as a teacher, uh, you know, probably you're in the wrong profession because yeah. for me, that's that's huge. That's such an exciting prospect, you know? So when people say, why teach? I think, well, you know, you tell me another job you can do where you can get that satisfaction, that long-term influence and, uh, and ability to, to shape a future, it's not just your future, but somebody else's future. Yeah. That's huge. That's absolutely huge. Okay, so you've just finished a three-year degree in order to take on this job. Um, yeah. You would have gone through some challenging times out in school. Uh, why keep going back more? We hear in the press about, you know, workload and budgets and, you know, it's not the most attractive job in the world, but clearly it is to you. Why, why, what makes you go back every day, even when it gets difficult? I don't think there is such thing as an easy job anymore. I think, um, you, you know, as, as I said, 14 years in retail, that was hard. That was, that was, uh, there was days where uh, I didn't want to be doing that job. There was days where, you know, you felt like you were battling to get the simplest things done. And at the end of it, you know, what what's the job satisfaction in that? I think with teaching, yeah, you know, it is long hours. Of course it is. Um, but so many careers out there are long hours, hard work, and ultimately no satisfaction from it. I think with teaching, you put the hours in, you know, you, you, you work really, really hard with all the restrictions and all the difficult circumstances you've got to deal with, like budgets, as you've said. Mm-hmm. 
And then at the end of it, you know, the, the, the real thing that keeps pulling you back is that come September, you've got 30 fresh-faced new children that you can take on that journey all again. And I think that's what keeps me going, is that thought that, yeah, there will be hard times, but at the centre of it all, uh, you know, you've got somebody's child sitting in front of you. And as a parent myself, I'm conscious that, you know, I've been trusted with that child. I've been trusted with their prized possession, the most important thing probably in their world. Um, and if I give up, if I decide that, you know, I, I can't be bothered to do it anymore or it's too much, then it's not just me, is it? It's not just me that's affected by that. It's, it's 30 sets of parents and their children. So I think the thing that keeps me coming back is that it's that that kind of desire to keep going, to keep battling through those tough times, because ultimately, you know, what, what we do is a privilege. Yeah. I think, um, I and think it's a privilege kind of, that not everyone has. Yeah, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head when you compared it to your, your work in retail and a good day in retail, you know, is all is, is profit for somebody else. I suppose a good day, uh, absolutely. A good day absolutely. in education, the profit is seen in in changing children's lives. I guess, isn't it? And that's uh, yeah, absolutely. And and I think if you know if there's any satisfaction to be had, it's knowing that your influence goes way beyond what you see in front of you. It's yeah. 20 or 30 years down the line where they remember you as a teacher, whereas, you know, nobody is going to remember the uh, the pounds that I put in the till in retail. <laughs> most, cool. Most okay. <laughs> One last thing, I suppose, because I've, I've spoke to a lot of kind of existing teachers, but yours is a slightly different story because you are just starting out come September as an NQT. Do you feel equipped to go and make a difference in the world? Um, you're, you're an innovative person. I think people that follow you on Twitter will see that you, you like to try new things. You're going to be in a school now where, you know, I, I know the school is, is forward thinking. Do you feel prepared to start as a leader as opposed to um, kind of traditional, you know, NQP that, that might just wait to be told things? Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't think I've ever been uh, the type to wait to be told to do something. <laughs> I tend to do it first and uh, ask for forgiveness afterwards. But yeah, um, yeah no, I, I think I think going into this new career, new job, new school, everything's brand new. I do feel that I can go in and, and bring something to the school that is me, uh, is, is not just um, waiting to be told or, or, you know, waiting for somebody to ask me to do things. I think I've got lots of ideas that I've gathered from different experiences in in quite a few different schools whether it's placements from doing the degree or whether it's you know projects that I've been part of um I've seen a lot of different schools now I've seen a lot of different ideas and ways of working I've I've taken a huge amount of influence from Twitter um you know and people sharing ideas there so to be quite honest with you Matt I don't think I could be any more prepared you know um of course there'd be challenges and there'll be things that I won't have necessarily um, anticipated but I don't think I could be any more prepared now I think it's just a case of you know let let me out and let me uh, uh-huh. let me start putting these ideas into practice yeah and I think that I think that's that's a good message for other NQTs but I think that's also a good message for any teachers out there that are you know wanting to make a difference I think sometimes you've just got to go for it and, and if you believe in it personally yourself um, and you're passionate about it then you know why not give give things a chance and you know 
Yeah, like, I, you can always ask for forgiveness afterwards. Exactly, and and I always think, and and it's not just an education thing. It works the same in retail, and I'm sure other businesses and areas too. But if you are self-critical and self-evaluative enough, you'll know if something's not working early on, yeah. and you can always you can always scrap it, change the direction, and, and do what you need to do. But if you never try to do something different, then you'll never know if it would work. Yeah. Whereas if you do try and it doesn't work. You can evaluate. You can you can try something different, or you can forget it. You can scrap it all together. Yeah. But I'm not one to just sit back and carry on doing the same thing day after day. You know, I, I like to try new things, and you know, some of them will work, some of them won't. But that's part of the fun. It is. Scott, absolutely fantastic to speak to you today, and I'm sure your words will inspire lots of other people. And I look forward to continuing to work with you into the future. Thank you very much. Thanks, Matt. Cheers. Take care. Cheers, bye.